and welcome to the FEZ Show. I'm your host, Jack Jordmaner, and we have a really special guest joining me today as Ma Chinghua from the Neo333 Formula E team is joining me today. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me. Yes, you're welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello. Um, so, how have you been? First and foremost, how are you? Like, how, how's lockdown been? I know you're, I think you're in China. So, how's it been? How have you been keeping? Yeah, everything is pretty fine. And just sit in my home with my cup of tea uh, was uh, a relaxed time. Yeah, it was, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got my cup of tea right here. So we're all prepared. Um, so yeah. first thing, how have you been? Yeah. Perfect. How <laughs> have you been finding these eSport events lately? Because obviously you did really well in, in Hong Kong, the race that we had on Saturday. So um, you just missed out on points, actually. So how have you been finding adapting to these new eSport events? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, first race was, yeah, a lot of things happen. And uh, it, yeah, the track actually and the car drives uh quite a bit impressed of me because I thought it was like a, a game but it was really uh, close to the real circuit and the car was quite good I think and uh, yeah the race had a lot of happen <laughs> it's a quite a big fun to to play uh, and yeah uh, in, in the in the beginning of the race I was uh, messing some accident but I, I found a chance to get through and the finish with position 11 was quite good. Yeah, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, so have you been working with your engineers? Because I know like if you watch like IndyCar, for example, a lot of them are working with their engineers to sort of get a setup and get a feel of the game. Have you been working with your engineers at all? Well, actually, uh, as we, I, I'm in China and uh, our team is based in UK, so yeah because the the connection we and the time difference and uh, we cannot really work to, together with my race engineer but anyway we have uh, uh, the engineer from our 33 team so it 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 was uh, worked together with our uh, own Chinese team uh, so it is a part of our Chinese side so it was okay and uh yeah i think it, this 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 race was uh last week it was like uh the first time we are working together as a race situation with our chinese side and stuff so it was quite good and uh i think it is a good practice for our teamwork and uh i think we are getting better and better yeah yeah. Is this something that you'd like to, when we go back to normal racing and when life returns to normality, would you like to see some sort of sim racing event sort of continue? Maybe not as obviously every week as we're doing it now, but maybe like once a month or once every two months? Yeah, well, why not? Why not? I, I, I think, uh, yeah, after the knockdown, I think uh, it, it will be good. Also, maybe we can ask our, I don't know, engineers or mechanics to join the race together and to have a fun <laughs> team race, so, you know, something like this. And uh, not just for driver. And uh, I think it will be cool to see, you know, everyone uh, race against each other. Yeah. So obviously going back through the history slightly a little bit now, um, obviously back in 2012, you sort of made history, obviously being one of the first Chinese 
born drivers to to race in Formula One. Well, not race, but you know, do the actual like practice sessions to drive a Formula One car in a Formula One event. Um, what were you? How did that come about? Like, can you explain how that the opportunities at HRT came about and Caterham and and just what were your emotions? Can you just relive those emotions that you felt during that time? Yeah, this is one of the I think most important stage in my career. Yeah, I think at that moment I was like uh, like a chance, but it's difficult to to catch as as you know in Formula One. There's a many many uh, competitors and uh, want to uh, join with the team as a member. So yeah, I was being selected uh, from the young driver testing program. I've been through several testing HRT, GP2 had to to do a lot of testing for several young drivers, and in the end, uh, I uh, kind of win this uh, race and uh, but in testing actually. Um, so the team is really happy with my job, and uh, also they are happy with my performance. Uh, so that's why you saw uh, I was driving in the young driver testing of the official Formula One testing in Silverstone. So uh, I get my super license uh, and uh, the team is happy with me. So we continue for the FP1 sessions in the real race weekend. But I think the most exciting moment, uh, there's a two parts. The first part is when I jump in into the Formula One car in Silverstone. Yeah, from this moment, I have to back to, you know, when I was a kid, uh, when I raced in my go-kart time. To sit in that Formula One cockpit, it is like a dream, a long way dream. Then in that day, when I sit into that Formula One cockpit, I was like, wow, you know, this is the real, this is the real, and this is the dream really becoming the truth. So I feel so good. And the first time when I flat out drive past the finish line in Silverstone circuit, uh, with that, you know, that, that was with the V8 engine, 18,000 RPM. Yeah, the feeling is like like a god. Uh, there's nothing to compare, nothing to say. It's it's just I don't know. It, it, it's just so so beautiful. There's nothing you can really describe it. And uh, uh, it's a great moment, great moment. And um, yeah, the, then then the part two is when I start my first FP1 in Monza. First of all, uh, Monza is one of my favorite circuit, super high speed. And uh, I remember I was drive out the, the pit lane with Michael Schumacher. Uh, and as you know, it's like the game now, you know. <laughs> it's like a game, but it's real, it's real. It's not game. So uh, that, that feeling is really special, you know. You, know you, you drive the Formula One against two, you know, Michael Schumacher. Kimi Raikkonen and those great drivers together on the same track and on the official day. So that's something different. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that feels very special. Yeah. 
Nah, it's amazing. It's only it's an opportunity people like mere mortals like me can only dream of even to experience what you've experienced, which is amazing. But then you you switched obviously after you know you couldn't. Sadly, I know it's very difficult to get a race seat in Formula One, but then you moved to World Touring Cars and you did really well there because you you picked up two wins, one win in Slovakia. So tell me about your time at Citroen um, in the World Touring Car Championship. I I really enjoyed that experience and uh, I really like to continue in the touring car career as well um, yeah the first race was uh, with Citroen in 2014 uh, in Moscow I yeah m- many many people and also the team you know expect you know you have to take some time to adapting the cars and track and everything uh, yeah then we did two days uh, testing uh, before that race, just to you know, to know the team, to know everything. Uh, then I was, to be honest with you, I was quite confident because I liked the car. I I was um, quite comfortable with my team, and uh, they are great engineers and the mechanics, and uh, one of the top team in the world. And yeah, then we move into the Moscow. Um, I was expect something, you know, maybe on podium or, you know, something I was want to, to achieve. But uh, when the race starts, yeah, I, I found uh, a good chance and uh, I performed myself well. So I won the first race in my first race weekend. So it, it was a great moment. And uh, also this is the first time we saw, uh, I saw the the Chinese flag on the top of the podium in a FIA event, which is a great moment for me. And um, uh, yeah, to, you know, to be a teammate with those world champions is really, really great. And I learned a lot of from them and uh, they're great guys and we share the information to each other. I think that's a really important experience for me in my career and uh, uh, yeah, then I continue in this area. Uh, and last year in in WTCR, I I won another race in uh, in the WTCR. So that was great, and uh, I love to work with this championship, and uh, I I love this championship as well. Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously you moved into uh, sort of season two. You had your opportunity at Paris um, in Formula 1 team Aguri. Can you explain how that sort of came about? Because obviously you came in, you did Paris and then you sort of finished the season. Yeah, that was another <laughs> uh, a special moment because my manager called me to see, hey, do, do you want to try for me? And I say, yeah, why not? Uh, then there's a maybe opportunity in the future or you know you 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 would like to continue your career maybe I would say yeah we can try but can we have a testing or something just let me know the car first in the end before that race week which is the race day actually there's no weekend there's just a race day before I drive onto Paris track to be honest with you, I have zero mileage with a Formula E car. That that's FP1 yeah. is my first time <laughs> driving the Formula E car <laughs> on a street circuit, which is a quite quite difficult moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, the Paris track is 
quite challenge and I try to try to learn as quick as possible but but you know formally is not like the things you can jump in and to to do well in in the first time so it take times but I, I remember I was in, in in the race I was was getting better with the pace and I at the beginning I was consuming too much energy and try to overtake the car but afterwards I realized uh, the energy management is super super critical in this race so yeah that was, was my first uh, contact with the Formula E. How different was it to drive compared to everything else that you've ever driven before because obviously getting in on a, on a raised weekend and you've never experienced a car and it's totally different to anything else you've probably ever driven um, what was it like? I would like to say Formula E is a different animal. It is a circuit racing, but it's not the traditional circuit racing. And from the driving style, you have to think in a different way. From the track side, from the car side, I think, um, first of all, it is a street circuit. I mean, really street circuit. There's no runoff area or there's no standard tarmac with the FIA standard. And uh, also the car, which is heavy single-seater with uh, a street tires. It's not really a racing slick tires. So if you, if you carry your um, traditional driving style, I think you just try to crash into the wall. <laughs> but so you have to adopting yourself, change your driving style, uh, learning a different way to approach to the race. Uh, because of the energy management, because of the uh, temperature management, and also try to think uh, to be fast. Perfect. Um, so obviously you did your you did that race in Paris. Obviously it didn't go the way you wanted to because you sort of crashed out. But the following three races you did really well, and in London you just missed out on the points. So were you satisfied with your you know your start to your Formula E career? Yeah, the first season. Um, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, I think the the track was quite difficult, and uh, I was trying to learning from my teammates. Uh, yeah, that was Antonio Felix da Costa, and he was a great driver, and uh, he know Formula E very well. Yeah, the Paris is not a, a good place to start because of the track layout and uh, the condition was really difficult, and. Uh, I remember in, in in London because of because it is was a double weekend, so uh, I had a little you know time and the mileage to to get in learning the track and the car. So yeah, that that was okay. Obviously, uh, three race in one season uh, is not not really a quite a a mileage to to learn so uh, i think informally you have to you have to be with a, a full season with a you know stable situation then you are able to uh, improve your performance otherwise it's really really difficult yeah yeah and, and obviously then the team became tech cheater as it is now um so and then you did the first three races so obviously your teammate became jean eric verne um, what was it like, obviously, working with Mark Preston and John Eric Verne and, and those three races that you did with Tech Cheetah? Yeah, it, it's uh, uh, a new car, new season. Obviously, the car is much 
better than uh, my first season. It was another different experience, uh, Antonio, and uh, I learned very different way from those two drivers. And uh, I I think they're driving the car very differently, and the whole team is under a different situation. So I was trying to adapting myself and also at the same time another opportunity was coming in uh, Turinka side and also I did the rally uh, in in the same year so I was like a bit mixed with a bit different experience in, uh, in that year and also because the Formula E uh, situation is also a bit different and uh, I was trying to uh, you know, racing in touring uh, and also in red uh, in the same year. So, because time is, is too too tight. So, in the end, I have tried to do what I have to do. So, obviously, you're now with the Neo team. Um, so, obviously, the team's obviously still got a little bit of catching up to do. So, how impressed have you been? Um, with the team so far trying to catch up and get back to competitive ways? Yeah, um, uh, that's a new start uh, with the with the Gen 2 car for me in Neo. Yeah, as the team has been rebuilt from, from last season, uh, we got a new powertrain, we got the new software and a couple of new guys in the team, also me. So, yeah, that's a new start. And uh, we're trying to uh, collect all data and analyze them as hard as possible. But take time. I'm quite happy with my engineers and they are working and try to find out all the problems away teamwork. And, uh, of course, uh, we are just getting into this stage, but... Unfortunately, this situation didn't continue as the championship as moment uh, have to be imposed for this situation. So uh, I really want to to continue our work from the first parts of the season because we, uh, you know, we figured out all a lot of basic problems and uh, a, there's a lot of things still need to carry on on the software side and also on car setup side. Also from my side, I need to uh, I need to learn a lot of things from these new cars. Uh, all it takes time and mileage to get adapting. Uh, yeah, because as soon as the season starts, we really don't have the time to test. The only uh, the only chance we can get is in the race week. So um, yeah. We, we need more mileage and time. And in terms of planning for next season, um, are you know Neo currently using the season five Dragon powertrain? Are you, are the team thinking of maybe making their own powertrain for next season, or are you going to stick with the Dragon powertrain and the car that you have this season, learn from it, and then in season eight when you get to build your own car again, make your own car? Well, this I <laughs> from my side I really cannot uh, decide, and I don't know. Uh, exactly the situation but uh, yeah for this season we want to start this base with the equipment uh, but mainly we want to develop uh, the software and try to improve it that's the main target 
otherwise I think it's better you can ask our uh, team principal uh, I think he can give you a better answer for this perfect um obviously you've um you've had Oliver Turvey now as a teammate you've had Antonio Fix Costa and Vern as you said what were their strengths and what did what did you learn from them I think luckily uh, I got this experience with uh, those three driver was really experienced in Formula E so um, uh, I think they, they they tell me a very different way about the car to drive because this is not the Formula 3, not the Formula 1 or any other uh, circuit cars. It, it is something you need to drive with a um, very, how to say, it's a, it's a very weird, it's very weird uh, uh, situation. And something, sometimes you have to think uh, this is really not a single-seater car that you you approach to to drive and uh, personally uh, there are three very different guys very different personality and uh, for example my teammate now Oliver Turvey he is a very gentle guy and uh, I think he's very stable he's very uh, his driving style is very very stable he, he didn't he didn't do any big mistake or you know not try to achieve uh, max max performance or try to you know achieve a, a big target but he, he's tried to uh, improve step by step which is i think i could i really like it and um, himself is a great driver and uh, he's fast uh, there's a lot of data i can collect to to learn and uh, to think in a very different way, and uh, yeah, sometime in the race week we we work together and try to drive a different way in the same corner and to see which one is better, and uh, with different setup. And uh, I I think it's a good it's a good example for me to compare and to to learn uh, to improve the performance. But uh, so I'm like to work with him. Perfect. And then, um, what what's been the most challenging part of getting used to the former recalf? That was one area that you'd have to pick. That was really hard. That you're still trying to get to grips with. What would that be? I think is mainly from the from the circuit because um, most of the circuit is new for me, uh, which is like Oliver. He he has he had. Uh, several uh, experience in in the previous seasons the problem is to learn a formula e circuit in your real time uh, is you you don't have a chance to do even a trying uh, even a trying not try to you know push to the max maximum because um, if you run off the racing line i mean just you maybe you just missed about half meters or even 20 centimeters uh, then afterwards you get zero grip then you crash into the wall so um, it, it, it's like a train you know <laughs> you have to you have to drive on that two lines with your both side of the tires otherwise if you miss half inch then uh, there's no room of the runoff so um, the difficulty is it's not like the open circuit. You can try every corner with, you know, 
I don't know, two kilometers or one kilometers faster entry to the corners. Or, you know, you just try to push a little bit more on the breaking point and to see what happens. Then you building up your confidence and building up your speed uh, step by step. But informally, you know, because of temperature, sometimes it's different in the brake and temperature different on the tires. Then even you move just a little bit, maybe it's moving too much. And then yeah, you, you, it's hard to get improved and try to understand that one corner or two corners where's the maximum you, you can go. And uh, this is one of the parts I think is quite difficult in the in, in, in this championship. And uh, we, we are testing in the different circuits. We're testing Valencia, we're testing uh, another standard race circuit and uh, we cannot have a chance to test in Paris or in Rome or you know, in London in the real track, in the real race. So um, for me, it's like every time I uh, uh, attend in the race week, it's a new track for me. So uh, as in FP1, FP2 is not learning it's not just learning for me. It's, you know, we, we have to set up the car. Uh, we have to collect the data and uh, try to do the race sim. Uh, it's not easy to learn in this short time. Yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of, Jin, just to, to wrap up the interview, in terms of, you know, popularity of electric vehicles in China, have you seen some sort of like, you know, is electric vehicles gaining more traction? Are you seeing more people buying electric cars? Um, on the roads? Yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, there's a um, uh, number one market on the world of China uh, for the electric cars, or we call it a new energy cars. In, in the big cities in China now, it's all around the electric cars. Uh, even myself, I was driving uh, electric cars daily. It was easy and uh five fish you have to think about to, to 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 go to the petrol station or something that you know like tradition and uh i think this market's growing bigger and bigger and also uh the government support a lot for this industry uh and try to uh promote to the people in this way so this is direction definitely to go uh, and uh, it's already been a quite Big, uh, quantity and uh, quite a big market in China. Yeah, and then finally, what's your what's your plans for next season? Are, are you a, hoping to stay with the team with Neo for next season? Well, uh, I would love to, but uh, <laughs> uh, at the, at this moment, the situation of, of this coronavirus, and uh, I hope it can end it fast, uh, end it soon, and uh, uh, I hope everything is can just getting better uh, but well uh, in China is controls quite well and uh, now the restaurant is open and a uh, lot of facility is open uh, which is a good sign and uh, uh, the people was quite following the rules and uh, I hope in, in the world wise uh, this situation can back to normal uh, soon so yeah, I would I would like to continue with my career and uh, to see, yeah, let's hope. Fingers crossed, Mark. Thank you so much for coming on today. I I really appreciated your time this today. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Um, I'll hopefully, we'll see you at a racetrack very soon. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Right. Thank you so. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. Right, bye. bye. So there we go. Uh, Marching while absolutely amazing to talk to. I hope you really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for watching the FEZ show. And we'll be back tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>